Hello and welcome to episode 184 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamer, James. Hi. How are you doing, James? Have you recovered from your flu a bit? I'm still feeling a bit sore in the throat, I think. Yeah, I'm good now. I think I'm fine. That's good. Which is nice. A nice change. It was so... it was so frustrating. Like, Friday, I had the bit of a sniffle, and then I was like, oh, I've had, like, four colds this season. I reckon I'll be fine. And then, like, Friday night until the Saturday, I just, like, ran up temperature, barely got any sleep, and I was just in bed all weekend. And then this morning, this Monday morning, I felt reasonably okay, and or at least well enough to go out to work. And it's like, why am I always sick on weekends? That's just yeah. not fair. It's, if yeah, I'm going to be I'm... sick... <laughs> I understand that, but I've been sick like for most of the year. So, like, yeah, I'm, you were saying my, that you've been kind of ill since you went to Paris, right? Yeah, like I always say it, and I'm still going to say it. I don't think I ever truly recovered from it. But um, your first international trip, man, it got you good. Yeah, it hit me. But um, it's funny because I got better when I landed, and then I all of a sudden got worse when I got back home. So yeah, it's like I cleared yeah. up. But I had one of those it's a jet lag of its own kind. Yeah, like a shitty viral one, so you can't do anything. Like yeah. I don't get a, I don't get a temperature, which is nice, but like you can't do anything besides just drink water and don't die. Yeah, um, I I was kind of the same. I was like having the muscle weaknesses and stuff, which I get with the flu, and I get like sore yeah. joints and stuff. It's really weird. I I don't know if everyone else gets that, um, but uh, I was just like I would take the Panadol, and that would be cool for like four hours, and I could literally feel the the Panadol wear off and I'd be like throwing it down again. Um, but yeah, I yeah. just like burnt through a whole pack of Panadol. We should just have like a whole it episode was, comparing our pathogens. Just, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all why this episode's a little bit late. Um, we didn't have an episode last week uh, because I was away at a music festival and honestly, it just totally slipped my mind. Um, it might've had something to do with alcohol consumption. I'm not sure. Um, but James, what have you been up to in the past? couple of weeks what games have you been playing i've played like everything um so but that was a se- oh, i just realized was that a segue <laughs> what's i <laughs> no no well, no, no okay just a g- um, genuine conversation starter yeah cool um, have you still been playing fire emblem i know you were um, playing that for a yeah week. but i fire emblem like i got that like very early like almost a, like three to four weeks before it came out so by the time that came out and that the discussion kind of started on all that i was mm. done with it already um, yeah and since then, I've been playing <coughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, I've been How's dabbling that? a bit into Resident Evil 4, because why not? <laughs> um, and then obviously, like, I've had, like, other stuff going on, so I haven't really... Games have not been at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those other two, they're, like, the two main games that I've been playing, I guess, the most, I think. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. if there's something I'm forgetting. Oh, and obviously, Youngblood obviously came out, which we'll be talking about later. Yeah. Um, but Marvel Ultimate Alliance has surprised me quite a bit. Um, have you seen much on it at all? Um, I've been keeping up with the trailers and stuff, but it's not really my kind of game, so otherwise no. I've not... No, Are you a Marvel? So. You're a Marvel person, though, right? I'm a Marvel person, yeah. See, I'm not, but I like it, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, um, I'm intrigued. It's like Marvel Diablo, but... um. It, it's like they, I don't know, it has, like they had a really big plan for this kind of game and then they kind of scaled a lot of it back because a lot of the bits and uh-huh. pieces are um, 
Like some great parts are great, and it's it's it surprises me how well produced it is in terms of the characters all coming together and interacting for the story. Um, I think it's the first official Marvel product since the MCU to have the X Men in it. Oh which right, is nice. Um, a lot of um, just a big fan servicey kind of mashup of all the characters interacting together, which is what Ultimate Alliance always was. Um, but this just feels it plays quite well. A lot of weird teething things like, so if I join a friends game, I can't pick my character unless I'm at a character select point. Whereas if you right. play it offline, you can switch between four different characters on the fly. Um, that's a bit disappointing, but as a game, it's quite fun. Um, whether it's going to, like, I've got to obviously write the review because it's quite late. Sorry. <laughs> you've been you've been busy. I have, <laughs> but like... <laughs> I don't know. I also got the review copy a day before the game came out, which is a bit rough. Yeah, but, um, ouch. Thanks, Nintendo. But um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm enjoying it. Really good. Um, bizarrely undermarketed, though. Um, yeah. Well, it's not like, the only game undermarketed in the last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did... But I like it so far. It's it's very rough, but like it's got a charm to it. A kind of like old feel charm that I like. And I just okay. love being able to switch between all these characters, these Marvel characters that I haven't heard from for ages. Because, yeah, yeah, well, I, I think it it's, sounds like the kind of thing that if you're if you're into your you're heavily into your Marvel things, which like I, I'm into the cinematic universe side of things, but I'm not massively into the comics or anything like that. I'm kind of a bit of a vanilla superhero fan <laughs> in that way. Just um, a fun game to play, like together, like online or off, like uh-huh. good catch cop. Um, or good online co-op. So, yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're enjoying it. You seem to have been on a trend of enjoying a lot of games this year. It seems like it's been a good ge- good year for games for you. I feel well, like I've said that before, though, and you've you've doubted that. I had the, the lowest Fire Emblem score for what it's worth. <laughs> did you really? Eight. Yeah, yeah, I did. But that was an eight. <laughs> so, not the lowest. I'm That's, sure someone yeah, somewhere rated lower, but that was um. I was one of the lowest. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I just don't like the waifu stuff. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know a lot of people that are really enjoying Fire Emblem at the moment. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> yeah, people in the office are obsessed Still a good game. It. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh, well, so. you mentioned Wolfenstein. That's what I've been playing over the weekend as well. I'm still playing a bit of Apex too, but a bit of Wolfenstein as well. Um, and I've been kind of enjoying it so far, James. What's been your impression of it so far? Uh, uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw um, one of your tweets in the week crack me up, which is uh, kind of getting a bit angry with it, perhaps. Oh, well, just a, oh, I just hate <laughs> what. I, okay, when you so like, if you just watch the trailers for this game, you're just like, wow, like how cool is this? It's like a new Wolfenstein game. Players, BJ's kids. Uh-huh. It's in Paris. It's in the eighties. It looks synthy, as Brody will appreciate. Uh huh. And like. There's what a bit can, of synth to it. I've been paying attention to the music. No, I know. There's definitely some synthy elements to it. But <laughs> for those of I'm, you that haven't kept up with the Starcast before, <laughs> synthy is like the highest level of praise that we can give a game. If something's synthy, it's very good. <laughs> yeah. Um but then like I played it and I was like Oh, there's like levels and there's like uh-huh. gear and Ability have, points like, and have uh, hip, hip, like hit points and mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a light Destiny slash Borderlands slash Division kind of 
knockoff. And my issue with this is, is like, <clears throat> I feel like this element was not in any of the pre-release marketing. No. I mean, there was not was a lot very... of pre-release marketing, though, right? Oh, like... Yeah, but when there was a trailer or two, like, it looked just uh-huh. like a normal Wolfenstein game. You can't deny yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. And um, I have always been a corporate apologist to some extent, to the <laughs> my, to the detriment of my character. But <laughs> I think this was a little bit shitty of them, to be honest. Why? <laughs> like, what is it? Like I, I know, I just think it's because I've I've played it for longer than you as well, Ewan. So like, yeah, I get that. Like, and I understand it's a lower budget thing, and I was really expecting something like the Old Blood, where it was it was refined but shorter than say New yeah. Order or New Colossus. But uh-huh. this is just um, it's just repeating the same shit, and you probably haven't hit that point yet either. Um, because I was a little bit positive on it when I first started it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I should very... say that I'm only like a couple of hours <clears throat> in at this point. I've only sort yeah, of done it's very like, the first few missions. Like it, it, it sets you up into that world, and you just like you're like, oh, I miss this. Like you know, you, all the mm. characters and and all of that, and you, you're super into it. And then that all takes a backseat to repeating these same like five. I think it's five, maybe more areas to do yeah. these missions that are just all that's changing is different enemies in those same missions, and that's where it really wears its budget on its sleeve. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. And, yeah, because I like I've just kind of got to this point now where I'm starting to like go to these different areas and <laughs> like uh, defeat the there's like different towers in each one and you yeah. gotta, like like defeat the Uber commandants there and and take the keys off them. So I'm just like at that stage now, but I didn't think that I would be going back to the same areas. I thought I'd just kind of do my circle, collect what I need, and then that would be the story progressing. Beyond. No, yeah. so um, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything else. Okay, but see, that's that would be enough for me. Like, if it was just like a like a a six to seven hour sort of game, I don't know. Like, that, no, and that it's would... not even like it's like it kind of gates you off as well. Like, I felt like I'm not super. I haven't finished it for like full mm. disclosure, um, but I do feel like. The idea, this concept, and the idea are kind of wasted on this game. Um, do you think it's like a kind of been rushed out? Like, is it the kind of? Do you, <laughs> um, is it a sort of like format that you think that could work within the Wolfenstein universe? Like, had it been given a bit more time and a bit more care? Do you think? I don't or... know. It's like, I don't, like I don't. I don't think it's been rushed. Okay, I think. Because I don't know if you remember. I certainly feel like my impression year, of it so far is it had like lacks a certain level of polish that I thought the previous games had. Yeah, but, the first the first level I was playing, I like something happened and my character glitched out and then I couldn't do anything and I wasted all my lives because uh-huh. my character and I couldn't even quit because you can't pause it even when you're playing offline, which is really annoying. Um, really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Try. I can't it say I've tried. Uh, yeah, I'll try it next time. I've not. Done, so I tried to play. I was playing with a bot and like um. Yeah, I couldn't pause it, which was so frustrating. Um, <laughs> but like, I love Jess and Soph. Like, I think they're really cool characters. Yeah, they are really cool. They're characters. such big dorks, and I love that. Uh-huh. Um, and but then I just hate that they're wasted on this game where the story is definitely not the the front and center like attraction, which to me was a huge part of the New Colossus and New Order. Yeah. Um, 
and the villain like is so flat and I just I don't know yeah and when the villains have shone so brightly in the past when you've had like Irene Engel in mm. one and two like how so do good. you top I guess how do you top that but they didn't even try <laughs> <laughs> like with yeah. this guy I can't even remember what his name is um, and Brody, who uh, obviously listen listeners to the show will know, um, appeared on it numerous in the past. Um, he was tweeting in the week, unsure as to whether or not to to get the game. Um, being a, a big Wolfenstein fan that he is, he was still a bit kind of unsure with the the press that was all surrounding it. Um, but I was sort of saying to him that I think like the moment to moment kind of gameplay, like when you're in the heat of battle shooting Nazis, like it still feels like a Wolfenstein game. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's probably the best kind of praise I can give it that if you kind of ignore the extraneous fluff around it and, and all the, everything you kind of mentioned with like the sort of new leveling up system and <sighs> all the customization and all, everything in there, um, like it, it still feels like a, a Wolfenstein game. At the end yeah, but of the it's day, easy to say that, but then it shoves the extraneous fluff in your face towards <laughs> the end. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and that's what frustrates me. I mean, me I'm about sure it's it. going to get to the point where I'm going to have to kind of like get into the player upgrades and everything to actually just like be at the level I need to be at to progress through the game. It just um, frustrates me a little bit because, like I said, the story and the concept is amazing. Um, mm. And and Arcane was doing the level design, and you're like, yeah, cool. Like they're going to have like Dishonored two, like some of the best level design of this generation, like hands down. Mm. Um, and it's exciting to see what they could have done. Or if, like, even Prey, obviously, as well. Um, but then, this, it, like, their level design in this game, is it's really not conducive to stealth gameplay either, I find. Yeah, I've, I've um, noticed that. It's so much harder to play stealth than yeah, it was which in is the not ones. An, which is not an arcane thing at all. It's like, why even bring them on if that's what they're yeah. bringing? And it's weird, because um, you've got that cloaking mecla- mechanic as well, yeah. and it just seems totally useless. <laughs> I just, like, I don't understand how this clicking mechanic is so... Pointless. I just, I like, just, can't... I, it could have been great, but I don't know. It Like, even I read our, our review, and I was like, mm, like, I think... Like, I, I feel like you, got, you, like, you know me, I can try and find the good in everything. Because uh-huh. I do think everybody tries to kind of, like, quickly be outraged or quickly hate something. Uh-huh. Um, because it's published by a AAA publisher. But, like, I don't know. It's just so, like, flat and lifeless compared to all the other games. Yeah. Like, even the Old Blood, which was very low budget compared to New Order, that still had a lot more character and charm to it than this does. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm really far enough through it to speak yeah, to that yet, but no, I've no, I've really enjoyed the characters so far. Um, I love that you've got, I don't know her name, but like Grace's daughter as well. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. Like a lot of the characters are cool, but I just don't think they have as much character as... In the previous games, um, yeah, I don't know. The jury's still, like, we... still out for me on that yet, but uh, yeah, yeah. I love that it's in the catacombs because I went there. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get to go there, and I wanted to. So seeing it in the video game world is kind of cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I love that that sort of handler character as well. I again, I don't know what her name is. I don't know if I can trust her yet. Um, but she's like uh, the the French the French lady that smokes the cigarettes. Down, I don't know her name, but she, anyhow, I, the cool characters are still there. The Wolfenstein gameplay is is there for the most part, and I'm sort of doing my best to ignore the fluff at the moment, and that seems to be working for me. But as you as you sort of indicated that James, that that might not be able to stick around. 
Um, it seems yeah. like they knew that this game wasn't its usual standard, though, right? Like we said that, like there was this, all those kind of commentary in the in the week leading up to its release. That where has been the conversation about this game? Like where's the been the marketing? Um, do you think they knew that it was kind of going to fall short of expectations? <clears throat> I don't know how this all works, but. I mean, I just assume like it's a lower budget game, and then a lot of and when when we say a game is low budget or like uh-huh. the project has a lower budget, I assume a lot of that budget goes into marketing. <laughs> so like, they probably just didn't want to. Um, I don't know what the split is actually. Yeah, huh? like I don't know. I just I don't think they wanted to push it heaps, um, given how it is. Mm. But then. <laughs> I mean, they I do know, internal they, reviews and stuff. They they might have known that it was a bit... Especially after something like Fallout 76, which is obviously, this is not the same kind of, like, blunder. Uh-huh. Um, but kind of shoehorning this, like, this this design mm. into a franchise that it doesn't really mel- meld with well. Mm. Like, surely, maybe they were just like, oh. <laughs> like, maybe this isn't going to be the runaway hit that we want it to be. Yeah, but it was always meant to be a small scale project as well. So like, yeah, no, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm still going to enjoy it, but I'll I'll let you know me, once I mm, stick it out. Yeah, it, it has me really worried about like Doom a little bit now. Don't as say well. that. No, no, no you're uh, not allowed to say that. Okay, <laughs> we can't be worried about Doom. <laughs> well, I, yeah. So so Shannon today posted like this little like social thing about which game you kind of if you could only pick one more game that's scheduled to come out this year, like what would it be? And I'm looking at this list, and I'm like, honestly, it's Doom Eternal. There's a Star Wars game on this list. There's Death Stranding on this list. But I am most excited for Doom Eternal. I've been looking forward for yeah, of course. what I feels like so long now, which seems crazy. Like, you, you guys know how excited I am about that Star Wars game. But I would rather have Doom Eternal, I think. Like, I oh, think my, so two, my two most biggest excitement games are would be Death Stranding and Doom Eternal. Yeah. And both are like at the bloody end of the... They're like the last two to come out. We I'm still have like, to wait so long. So annoying. Remember I mean, I obviously, if the last one was coming out this year, though, it would be that. But yeah, Doom Eternal in the meantime. Uh, James, did you catch any of the Fortnite World Cup this morning? No, I didn't. Sorry. Well, one of the one of the Did benefits you? to me being sick and homebound was that I was able to kind of sit and watch it. Granted, like it was kind of starting at like three a.m. our time, so op- the time to watch it wasn't optimal. But if I was kind of waking up like six six thirty ish, and I could like catch the last couple of games or watch the reruns or whatever. Um, but I really enjoyed it. The production values were were huge. Um, obviously like the, uh, the talent on display was, was massive. Um, and this morning we had the, the solos final where a 16 year old, um, from America, uh, claimed the number one position rather convincingly. Um, I think he had like nearly double the amount of points that the, the guy that came in second had. Um, so it was a pretty dominant display. Uh, but he walked away with $3 million, um, oh, yeah. from the, from the prize pot. So yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty sum. What I do won you think? $10 in the lotto. <laughs> yeah. What do you think you would have done with $3 million as a 16 year old? Bought more V bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking no, I I'd probably just like upgrade my computer, but I imagine this kid's already got a pretty beefed up computer. Oh God, you if you got like to... three million dollars, and your first thing would be, I would upgrade my computer. Like, wouldn't you buy a house or something? <laughs> like, I would needs... upgrade my computer. 
my computer. <laughs> Would you also buy over. like a fully sick like gamer chair as well? No, oh, like, no, I never, never understood the the appeal of gamer chairs. <laughs> As you may not may have realised, I don't understand the appeal of any of it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you would seriously—that's the first thing you would do. What about like your family? Would you want to help your parents out or something? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I would probably treat my parents some in some way or another. My mum's so, always like a wanted McDonald's a spa dinner or something. Maybe I'd nice. put a spa in. Yeah, McDonald's dinner. Maybe I'd put a spa in my mum's backyard or something. I don't know. Um, or take them away on a holiday or something like that. I would definitely like flaunt it in front of my parents. Be like, you see, video games do get you somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw like a hilarious um, wrap up after the uh, the duos round. There was like a a 15 year old English kid that came in second with his duo partner and they won like a, a million, a million pounds between them. And, uh, they, they had, like, a quote from their mum was like, yeah, we weren't really on board the gaming thing at first, but now we wholeheartedly support him. I was like, no shit, your kid just won a million do. pounds. <laughs> it's not, yeah, not that easy for every kid playing video games, though. A gaming chair. I would not buy a gaming chair. Jesus, James. Um, there was a, another piece of in- news in the past week that's uh, quite specific to us Australian gamers that I thought I'd run past you too, James. And that was um, this study by Bond University into into Australian gamers. They sort of do this on like an annual sort of basis, like checking in on just how many people are playing, um, what's the sort of d- divide according to demographics, and how much so. Um, I think the numbers are up in terms of the amount of people playing video games. They're sort of saying like two in three Australians uh, play uh, video games now, but we're playing it for less and less each day, supposedly. Do you reckon you play less video games nowadays than you used to? Yeah, but I'm, I don't, but I'm different. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Like, when I think about, I mean, I'm, I'm probably playlist because there's, there's literally less games this year. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but... I don't know, Hitman 2, that game that I'm stuck on, like, with the games as a service thing. I keep coming back to that. I don't, uh, I don't know, like, I, I don't think I do. I don't think I play less. I think there are definitely weeks where I play less, because life gets in the way or something, but, um, mm-hmm. although life has been getting in the way pretty often these Yeah, days. I would say that I reckon I've, like, in the past year or so, I've been playing games less. Like, um, I reckon I've been struggling to, like, keep up with the kind of current releases more so than I have in previous years and not played as as much of the games. Us talking on the podcast. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I always feel like I'm playing something, but then you and Brian are, like, traveling, (laughs) playing this, doing doing something else with your lives. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, Uh, (laughs) you guys are playing less, for sure. The top five reasons that uh, gamers cited for playing video games in this report was to have fun, de-stress, pastime, keep the mind active, and be challenged. Would any of those be your top reasons that you play video games? I don't really know why I play video games, like reading that <laughs> those reasons, because I don't really think... <laughs> like, I'll, I play them to have fun. Uh-huh. I just that's the number one I, reason that people cited. I mean, I'm assuming that's the, this is the top five, right? So, surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, de-stress, like... If I'm really stressed, I can't actually play video games. I don't know if you're the same, but... Yeah, no, I am the same. I can't, like, sit down and... I, don't, I can't use video games to block 
my stress, if that makes sense. And, um, and certain games make me more stressed, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> like, if I'm already having a bad day, the last thing I want to do is, like, jump into a zombie apocalypse or, <laughs> or the like. Yeah. And then I'm um, passing time. I don't have time to pass. Um, <laughs> so that's definitely not me. Yeah. Um, I feel like the pastime thing is definitely referring to people that are just playing, like, mobile games on their commute or something. Yeah, Like, that's, that's the thing like that this report on... really captures is, yeah. is the amount of people that are on, like, console gaming or PC gaming compared to mobile gaming and stuff. Like, it doesn't really discriminate between any of that. Keeping the mind active, like... My mind is already too active. <laughs> like, I wish yeah. I could turn it off. Like, Keeping um, the mind active again sounds like such like uh, they've they've spoken to some old fogies playing well, when you, games if you read, Yeah, if you look underneath, they say the main reason older people play is to keep the mind active. It says it on there. Yeah, there um, you go. And then the last one's to be challenged. Mm, fair enough. I personally, that's not me, but no. some people, sometimes I speak to people and they're like, yeah, that part was so hard. And I'm like, oh. And like, you just realize it's just a big spectrum of people who can play games. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Hard. Yeah. Um, I'm not knocking that at all. I'm just. No, I'm not either. Yeah. <clears throat> don't you worry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I play games. I think. I think for me, like a large part of it is, it's particularly in narrative driven games. It's about like the experience and the story. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm going to play the last of us part two for the story, not for the gameplay. Right. Like, I mean, um, I'm going to play death stranding for as well. So, like. <laughs> shut up, shut up. You, um, but like death stranding, for instance, right? Like I, we have no idea what's happening gameplay wise in that we have no idea if it's going to be fun or if it's going to distress us, but, like we kind of want to experience it because it's going to be some sort of weird snapshot into Hideo Kojima's mind, right? Yeah, um, I think. And uh, another reason I play games, like I was playing uh, Fortnite for the first time in months last night, uh, was to keep up, like catch up with my cousin back in England. Like I, I use it to socialize. Um, I play so many games on a nightly basis just to jump in with my mates, catch up with them, see what's been going on. Um, we just happen to be playing video games at the same time. So, like, I'd say those are my my top two reasons, which aren't really represented in that list there at all, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. But that's kind of have fun, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. I wonder if they, like, actually took... If they took all this data and then kind of interpreted certain things as have fun and then did all that. Yeah, it, I mean? like it might... It? Yeah, it might well have been coded. Yeah, I was um, say that. But yeah, I I just like playing. This is probably why I prefer single player. Like I I like to be scared. Same with movies though. Um, uh-huh. I like to visit other worlds. I guess it's like escape is escapism. <laughs> escape, but like escapism not, is true. Yeah, it but, just kind uh, of distracts like you to a certain to extent. Escape right? from. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. Like I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like even if it's just like the mundaneity of like mundaneity is that mundaneness. It's also much, because I used to go out a lot, and it's also much cheaper to play video games. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, is also very true. Yeah. (laughs) When I was, like, just left high school, I used to go out heaps, but now, like, I don't as much. Yeah. Because you can buy a game and play that all weekend, and that's, like, 
a fixed price. No surprises. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. You're not looking at your bank account with a sore head the next day and go, whoa, what happened? Um, I thought this was interesting as well. The power, like in the in the infographic here that's uh, been shared, um, video games may uh, improve life satisfaction, manage pain, and promote general knowledge. 73% said that improved life satisfaction. 58 said it would help help to manage pain, and 84% said it would promote general knowledge. Um, do you feel like you're happier and smarter because of video games? Um, yeah, I think that... I don't really know if my life satisfaction is better. Like, because if I play too many games, um, I my life satisfaction probably goes down if I play too much because I feel like yeah, I'm not doing sense. anything. Um, but then in terms of like general knowledge, I definitely feel like it does. Um, and it like I don't know if it's general knowledge, but like as an example, like when I played Metal Gear Solid, I was eight when I played that, right? Mm. And like that game talks about like the the state of the human genome project and all that kind of stuff. And I, like, went and looked into that and all that. Uh-huh. And it was interesting, and I learned about that. Um, and then, once again, Metal Gear Solid, I think I was, like, 15 or something, and I learned about the Cuban Missile Crisis through that game. Um, mm. Not just through the game, but through wanting to go and discover, like, what is that this real-life event. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, like... Mm, I don't really know if there's like practical knowledge that I could use, but I feel like I know a lot more because of what I've done in games, Mm -hmm. which is the same in books. Yeah. I was going to say, I kind of like, I read a lot of books as a kid and then obviously played a lot of video games too. And I feel like they sort of helped me kind of improve my English and pick up new words and vocabulary. I think me and my brother definitely learned a lot kind of doing that. Um, Yeah. Mum used to say, like, I used to... This is obviously showing my age a bit, but I used to, like, when I got a game, mm-hmm. and then I would buy a magazine, like a gaming magazine, and I would learn to read just so I would know which which games are better by reading a review. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it helped me learn to read. I've always um, wondered if I'm a better for... driver for having played racing games. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to see some Maybe. science put into that. <laughs> You need to have somebody who's exactly like you who hasn't played racing games. Yeah. It's, it's otherwise been the same. But pr- it's just not pretty hard to replicate. Fine, yeah. Uh, have some twins. Well, James, as it is just you and I this week, we won't uh, be able to do what the wiki. I am sorry to say. Uh, but with that, let's wrap it up. Let's bring it into what was episode one hundred and eighty-four of the Startcast. You can subscribe to us on the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and join the conversation with hashtag the Startcast. Don't forget to visit the site of course at pressstart.com.au joining me today was james hello i'm on twitter as always um you can find me on at jams a-t-j-a-m-z um i don't know what i'll be tweeting about probably young blood because i'm playing that now yeah i think i was gonna say i'm gonna be doing the same over at you and underscore roxborough on twitter and instagram um because that is my name and i have been your host you and roxborough i did that in reverse order from what i the way i usually do it and could not improvise (laughs) thanks again for tuning in guys until next time happy gaming bye